Hey, this is Dino, and I'm the pastor of Revolution Church. Thank you for downloading this podcast. We hope this message is encouraging to you and will help you to discover God's unchanging love. For more information, visit our website at therevolutionchurch.com. Enjoy the message. So excited about this series that we're in right now. You know, Pastor Ray last week got us kicked off into our new series, Reset. And uh, what an amazing job that he did. And we're just going to kind of take off from where he left off last week. He talked about pushing the reset button. Did you push the reset button last week? Did you push that spiritual reset button that last week? We're going to go a little bit further this week. And I love the illustration that he talked about um, and how a lot of times all of us have experienced, um, you know, dealing with uh, a computer or a phone or some device that needed to have a reset. I don't know about you, but a lot of times, you know, I've got so many apps running on my phone. I'm forgetting to turn them off and it's bogged down. It's going slower, right? So sometimes I just have to do a reset or on my computer. I found out that a lot of times I have a bunch of programs running in the background that I don't even know running in the background. And all of a sudden everything is really slow. Email isn't going out or, or a processing or a document is really slow. And I'm only to find out that I've got four or five programs running in the background that I didn't even know were running. Joe Maroney knows exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. And so what do we do? We reset. And once we reset the devices, here's what happens. Things start operating better. And I personally believe that's the vision for this series is that we are in the middle of a reset. We have never experienced a worldwide reset like this. And I believe this series is actually prophetic. And I believe what God is going to say to us is going to be prophetic because we may never ever experience experience a time like this in our lifetime again. So the question I have and the question I'm asking myself and I'm asking you, what are we doing with this reset? And I really believe all of us are experiencing a reset. And in the middle of this reset, you know, once our devices start operating better, once the phone starts working and the computer starts working, we get a chance to relaunch or to step back out again, okay? And so a lot of times when we step back out, I'm careful what apps to turn on. I'm careful what programs to run, right? I'm a little bit more careful. And so in the middle of this reset, I think every single one of us are experiencing a little bit of carefulness. What's the next step? What is the next thing that I have to face right now? And that's why today I want to call this sermon Reset how to find the right decision every time. When we reset ourselves, that is the time. And maybe the only time that we have an opportunity to be able to find the right decision, to discover what that next step is gonna be. And I just believe over the next few weeks, we're just gonna take off from where Pastor Ray got us started, and we're gonna step into some new things. I really believe that, that we are going to be stepping into some new things. And because we're going to be stepping into new things, we need to know what decisions to make. Reset. How to make the right decision is what I'm calling this today. I want to read a scripture and then we're going to pray. And I want you to join your faith with me today because today's message is going to be a challenging one. 
I am going to challenge you today to not waste this opportunity. Like I'm challenging myself. I am saying, Dino, don't waste this opportunity. Don't waste this reset opportunity that you have. Go for everything that is in front of you. I am challenging you like I'm challenging myself. Let's push through the lethargy. Let's push through the unknown. Let's push through the paralysis that can come when we don't know what to do. Let's push through and experience the reset and get everything everything that God has for us. But the beginning of that really is asking yourself that question. How do I know what to do? How do I make the right decision? And that's what we're going to talk about here today. Open your Bible with me to Proverbs chapter 2. Let's read verses 6 through 10. This is awesome. And then we're going to pray. Look what it says here in Proverbs chapter 2 verses 6 through 10. I'm going to encourage you to get your Bibles out. Open them up in your application or get a hard Bible out, okay? And I want you to read these scriptures, okay? I want to challenge you with this series. This is not a series for the, 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 the faint of heart. This is going to be one where I'm going to be challenging all of us about stepping into this reset. I believe we are living in a prophetic time where God is preparing us almost like a spiritual Passover. He's preparing us for something beautiful that's coming. And I don't want to waste this moment. And I know you don't either. All right. So look at this. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 6 through 10. It says here, For the Lord grants wisdom. His every word is a treasure of knowledge and understanding. He grants good sense to the godly, his saints. Hey, how many of you need some good sense? How many need some common sense? It comes from the word. And it says right here that God grants it. Come on, if you know somebody who needs a little common sense, tell them, get in the word. All right. It says he grants good sense to the godly, his saints. He is their shield, protecting them and guarding their pathway. You're going to love this part right here. He shows how to distinguish right from wrong and how to find the right decision every time. Did you hear that? How to find the right decision every time. Man, that sounds too good to be true. It is too good to be true, but it is the truth. God wants to help us to find the right decision every time. And this is what I am challenging you and I am challenging me that in the middle of this reset, come on, somebody put reset in the chat. In the middle of this reset, we are going to find the right decision every single time. Man, that seems out there. That seems lofty. That just seems like, man, that's for a person who just spends hours and hours in prayer, hours and hours in the Word of God. Surely only that person can get their answers every single time. Guys, I want you to know that God is not a respecter of persons. What he said in his word, he will do. And I really believe that if we set our heart to discover what we're going to discover in today's message, we're going to step into knowing how to find the right decision every time. Look what verse 10 says here. It says, for wisdom and truth will enter the very center of your being, filling your life with Joy. I believe this is the will of God, that we're going to come to a place to where we're going to be facing decisions, facing what that next step 
is, and we're going to know exactly what to do. Come on. I want you to release your faith with me today. I want you to believe with me today that in this installment of this series, that God is going to impart something to you, impart something to me, and we're going to know how to make the right decisions that are facing us in the middle of this reset. All right, so let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for these who are watching. I thank you for these who will watch later. Father, I ask you today to fill this time with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and let your spirit flow through us. Let your words be my words, Lord. Let revelation knowledge go forth unhindered by any satanic force and that, Lord, that we would walk in all that you've called us to be, that you would help us, Holy Spirit, to make the right decision every time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Every time. Man, that's, there's something powerful about that. Is it, is it too hard to believe that we really can make the right decision every time? Every one of us, I really believe, over the next few months, we're going to be having to face decisions. What are we going to be, be able to do? What are we going to have to do? What are the things that, that, that are, we're going to be facing that we need to actually step into or make a decision? And I believe that God's going to give them to us. Now, the reason why I wanted to start here with the scripture, because verse 10, again, let's read it again. It says, for wisdom and truth will enter the very center of your being, filling your life with joy. We've all experienced that, that, that place in our life where, man, we've read something in the Word of God, or we've been at church, or we've been in a Bible study, or we were with some people who maybe knew information more than we knew about something, okay? And all of a sudden, we were enlightened, and as a result of that enlightenment, we felt great. We felt like, oh, I, you know, I feel better about myself. I've got some additional revelation about something. That is all good, and, and that is one meaning of this scripture. But the, but the meaning that the Holy Spirit gave me as I was studying this and preparing this message was this. We are all finding ourselves in situations where we need answers to things that are unknown. And all of us have experienced those times, and I know I'm going to share a few with you, where, where, where I needed an answer. And I needed an answer about something. Maybe it was a business decision, uh, something involving my kids, something involving my marriage, a major life-changing decision where there wasn't a textbook answer. There wasn't a book that I could go read. There wasn't a counselor that I could go see. That there was a specific answer that I needed. And boom, it was just like that answer came from heaven. This burst of light came to me and I knew what to do. That's what this scripture is talking about. If you're a believer, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 10, it, it, it's, making, it, it's making reference to the fact that if you were in those situations where you need an answer and you really don't know what to do, as a believer in Jesus, as a Christian, we can find ourselves in a situation where the Holy Spirit will drop that answer on us. I'm thinking about this house that we're living in right now. We knew that we were moving. We knew that we were eventually going to move into this area. 
And so Jeannie and I were in this area for, uh, for, uh, on a business assignment, actually, and we weren't even looking at homes. We weren't even looking at neighborhoods, but we finished that business assignment early. And so we decided, hey, with this little extra time before our flight leaves, let's do a little search in the neighborhood and let's just check out some of these neighborhoods. This could be a place where we might want to settle. We knew a move was coming. I mean, we were packing our other house. We were getting it ready to be listed. We were talking to realtors. We, we knew we were in the season of moving, but we didn't know where we were moving. We needed to know that wisdom from above on where we were moving to. And so we drove around in this neighborhood and, and she threw on her little razzle-dazzle realtor.com on her phone, which she's a genius with. And she said, hey, there's a home right around the corner. We should just go see it just for the heck of it. And it literally was just like that, just for the heck of it. We pull around to the house, pulled into the driveway. And when we pulled into the driveway, we both had this overwhelming feeling like, bam, this is your home. Just like that, wisdom that came from above, bam, this is your home. And 30 days later, we own the home. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Coming to a place in our life as believers in Jesus, when we're faced with decisions that can only come, those answers can only come from heaven, that wisdom can only come from heaven. I believe that's what God wants to do for us in this season, in the middle of this reset. Instead of wasting time, let's press in and get the decisions that we need. When we made the move, we needed to know, okay, what's the next step here? We knew we needed to get our kids in school. Were we going to go public? Were we going to go private? To go private was really pricey, and could we afford it? And, and, and then the, the kids are, th these kids are our investment, and, and do we want to stretch, and do we want to put them in public schools? Do we want to put them in private schools? And so I remember being in that situation where we were still seeking the Lord. Lord, what should we do? What's the right decision here? You know, because it could cost us a lot of money to do private. And we went to the orientation of this, this school. It was called the Master's Academy, and we we didn't really understand what the, what, what the whole meaning of the Master's Academy was. We had some friends that had their kids in that school, but we still didn't know having to face this decision. Do we go private? Do we go public? And I'll never forget, we were sitting there in that orientation and they were doing this praise and worship. And during praise and worship, the Holy Spirit spoke to Jeannie and said, Master's Academy is my academy. This is my school. And as soon as she heard that, it was like this peace that came to her. It was like, that's our answer. It's going to be pricey to put these kids here. It's going to be expensive. And we may have to cut a few things here and cut a few things there. But we know this is where we have to put our kids in school. And it's been one of the best decisions that we've ever made. Where did that answer come from? It came from above. Friends, I want you to know this is the way God wants to speak to us. There is a knowledge, there is an understanding that we can get from the Word of God generally. But what I'm talking about is specific. Every single one of us are facing situations where we have to make specific decisions. And I believe with all of my heart that if we'll press in today, bam, we're going to get those answers from above. You know, and sometimes God can even use 
circumstances to help us make the right decisions. This just happened just recently with a friend of ours who's, who, who had a surgery scheduled. And, and, and in the middle of, of his surgery being scheduled, he receives a postponement after postponement because of all the situations that are going on. And so, you know, it can be disappointing. You want to get this thing done. You want to get it out of the way. But because of circumstances, he's experiencing a postponement. Well, on his recent postponement and dealing with that discouragement again, he, his, his father had an accident. His father actually ended up passing away. And he thought to himself, wow, had I been in surgery, had I been in the hospital, I wouldn't have been able to be there in this situation to be with my dad. He was expected to pass. It was, it was some of his last days on earth, but he would have missed all of that because he would have been in surgery. And it was the wisdom of God, that circumstance helped him to make that decision so he wouldn't have missed out. God knew that he want that 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 he, my friend wanted to be there with his dad there at the last moments of his life. God knew that. And in the wisdom of God, he experiences this postponement for the surgery. Come on, is somebody getting this? Sometimes we might experience a setback. We might be experiencing a difficulty and God is able to speak through that difficulty. Maybe the difficulty of COVID-19 right now can be a situation we're facing where God is resetting some things in our life, where he's speaking some things in our life right now. And here's the deal. This is the reason why as a pastor, my heart goes out for our community because every single one of us are facing major decisions. Like, like I've been thinking about this. What are we gonna do with our time right now? We thought that this pandemic would be over. We thought three months we're in and we're out. And it looks like this thing's gonna continue to drag on. What are we gonna do with our time? That's a question that all of us have to ask. And here's something that, that I just read. I just read, okay, we've been told to, to go outside and hang out with people outside. And that's where you can hang out. You can fellowship. You can do those kind of things. But what happens when it gets cold? Well, now what are we going to do? How are we going to be able to fellowship? How are we going to be able to hang out with each other? Decisions that, that we're all facing right now. What are we going to do with kids going back to school? My heart goes out to every single parent facing this decision. What are we going to do? Our school's opening. Our school's closing. Should I send them? Should I not send them? Decisions. And these decisions that we have to make, they're going to the answers are going to come from above. What about work? You know, what do I do with, with work right now? You know, I'm reading these reports of these NFL players that are opting out of the season because of COVID-19. Think about the, the, the laborious decisions that they're having to make. They're literally giving up hundreds of thousands of dollars because of COVID-19 on their own. They're deciding on their own to opt out. Think about that. What about, what about us with our work? What about us with occupation? What about us in terms of things we should be doing or shouldn't be doing? decisions. We all are facing amazing decisions right now. And let me leave you one right now that I really want you to start praying about. Okay. Now it depends on where you fall on this, on this, on the side of this subject, vaccinations. We are all going to face the fact that a vaccination soon is going to be available. Do you take it or do you not take it? How do you treat the person that takes it? And how do you treat the person that doesn't take it? 
Should you take it? Should you not take it? Nobody can make that decision for you. Only you can get that decision and that answer from above. Come on, is somebody with me today? That's what I'm talking about. How to find the right decision every single time. Friends, we are living in a time when God wants to help you navigate. See, it's always easy when something's black and white. When something's black and white, you can tell. But it gets difficult when something is gray. And I believe the wisdom of God is especially powerful when we find ourselves in gray areas. And I find out, I found in my own personal life, that it's in these gray areas that the wisdom of God helps us to navigate and helps us to make the right decisions. I'll never forget a time when, when, when somebody was counseling me, they were asking me a question. It was, an, it was an older woman who was pregnant and the pregnancy became very complicated. And so it, it boiled down to this choice. Either you die and have this baby or this baby's gonna die and you live. You're faced with this choice. Imagine, imagine a medical professional telling you that and your life hanging in the balance or this, this child that you've carried now is hanging in the balance. What do you do? Well, this woman, she reached out to me and she agonized over this decision. What do you do? I mean, this is not a black and white situation. I know some of you would think that this is just a black and white situation until you're in the situation. Always remember this. Things change when you find yourself in the situation. Anybody can be a Monday morning quarterback and tell somebody how to do something. But when you are in the middle, when you are facing the onslaught, when you're facing the pressure, when you're facing the situation, it's a different ball game. And a lot of you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. What, is it, what are you going to do in this situation? And I'll never forget this wisdom that came from above. I said, man, I'm going to love you whether you do and I'm going to love you whether you don't. God's going to guide you in your decision. And I just remember the Holy Spirit breaking in that situation. And it was like this light came to this person. And it was amazing. I, I cannot take credit for an answer like that. That was that wisdom that came from above. That's that wisdom that God can give you at the spur of the moment. I'm telling you, every single one of us, over the days to come, we're going to be facing decisions and we need to know how to make those right decisions. And God has those answers right here for us. All right. So here's where it starts. We talked about the wisdom of God. Look at Proverbs 4, 7 says the wisdom of God. All right. Proverbs 4, 7 says this. Wisdom is the principal thing. It is the number one thing. It is the thing that we should be seeking more than anything else. Look what it goes on to say. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. So in other words, when we, when we, face our, when we find ourselves in a situation just like this, where we're in a reset, we should be spending all of our time getting understanding. Listen. I'm not saying you shouldn't be watching Netflix and I'm not saying you, you know, you shouldn't be out doing a bunch of other things. And, and I'm not saying we should be doing a bunch of ice cream runs like happens in my house. Okay. That's all great. 
But at the same time, folks, come on, we need to carve out some time to, to pursue getting understanding. We need to begin getting understanding now. Not, you know, two or three months from now when we're faced with a decision. Now is the time to start saying, all right, Lord, I know decisions are coming. I know that, that I, I, I need to make some important decisions in my life. Now is the time to start getting that understanding. Now is the time to start pursuing wisdom. This is the time. That's what the scripture says. Now, let me tell you the difference between wisdom and and knowledge, okay? I think you're gonna find this very interesting because knowledge is like this. It's like constructing a boat or learning how to drive a boat, okay? But wisdom is learning how to navigate that boat. You could say it like this, knowledge is building the Titanic, but wisdom is learning how to avoid the iceberg, okay? You see the difference. There's knowledge knows how to build a house, but wisdom knows how to build a home, build a family, build love, build understanding. Are you with me? Or see, knowledge knows how to understand God. I can read the Bible from an intellectual way. Oh, God is this and God is that. But wisdom knows how to walk with God. And that's what we're talking about here. When we begin to pursue wisdom and we're pursuing it with all of our heart, what we're really saying is, Lord, I want to learn how to walk with you. Because you know the end from the beginning. You know, you know it all. Therefore, when I'm walking with you and I've got to make a decision, I know, I know that I'll make the right decision every time because I'm walking with you. And that is my challenge to you guys. My challenge to you today and going forward in this historic and unprecedented time is to learn how to walk with God. Not being afraid of it. Not being afraid to say, I'm going to sit here and fellowship with God. I'm going to press into God. I believe that's what this period of time is about. I've said it once before. It's almost like a spiritual Passover. Pressing in. Resting. What are you saying, God? I have to make some decisions about school. I have to make some decisions about my spouse. I believe some of you are going to make a decision about your relationship. What is God really saying to you about your relationships? What is God really saying to you about what school you should go to? We ought to just not just say, well, just because, you know, every, every one of my siblings went to the University of Michigan, therefore I'm going to the University of Michigan. What if God has something different for you? What if God's calling you to a different school where you might just find your spouse? Or you might just find a person that's connected to your future and to your destiny. That's the reason why what I'm sharing with you today is so powerful and so important that we've got to spend time pursuing wisdom. We've got to spend time trying to learn how to walk with God. Listen to this quote from Billy Graham. This is awesome. Billy Graham said this. He said, knowledge is horizontal. See, knowledge is this way. Wisdom is vertical. It comes from above. Isn't that beautiful? See, the, the wisdom of God, the answers we're looking for, how to find the right decision every time, it starts as they come from God. So I'm going to give you three things that I want to put inside you as, 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 as we kind of start moving into the close of this message here today. Man, I hope you're getting this. I hope you're understanding that it is God's will for you 
to know how to make the right decision every time. It really is. All right, so here, here's, what I, here's what I want you to do. I want you to understand that it is God's will, first of all, for you to make the right decision every time. And I want you to realize that, that, that sometimes those answers come without you even realizing they're coming. I'll never forget a time when, when you know, our kids were little and, and we, we had a minivan. Come on, thank God for our minivans. We were that minivan family, okay? And so, but the kids are getting older and we're just like, okay, do we want a second minivan? You know, what kind of vehicle do we need to haul all these kids around? And, and I remember Jeannie and I just praying about it. And, and we're like, okay, Lord, we have to make a decision here. And we're at decision time to discover what the next step is for the next car for us. We could afford one, but we just didn't know what to, what to, uh, what to get. And listen, I know what I'm going to share with you. I'm telling you, God will speak to you if you just let him. The wisdom of God can come if you just let him. And if your heart is just open, I'll never forget we were on Van Dyke and we were getting ready to get out to the Van Dyke Freeway. And for some reason, some odd reason, the Van Dyke Freeway was closed. So they were diverting all the traffic off the Van Dyke Freeway onto Old Van Dyke. No big deal. We just get on Old Van Dyke, circle around because we were headed, you know, that way on, on N59. You guys know that area. And we were just heading east. Okay. And so... While we diverted over to Old Van Dyke, I'll never forget this. We were just driving along and there was a car dealership right over to our left. And while I'm, I'm driving, I hear the Holy Spirit say, look, there's your car. And I look and there was a white Envoy XLT. Some of you guys remember that when one Envoys first came out with the seven passengers, they weren't making them with seven passengers, but this is like the first year that they actually made an Envoy with the seven passenger. And the Lord said to me, there's your car. And I just went, there's our car. I told Jeannie, there's our car. And then it was Sunday, the dealership was closed. I, told, I said, there's our call, car. On Monday, we're going to call and we're going to get that car. I promise you, it was just that simple. And it was just that easy. And I believe that's what God wants to do for us. And you know, on Monday I called and the car was there. And 48 hours later, we own that car. Okay, so this is what God wants to do. Instead of laboring, instead of stressing, instead of, instead of uh, walking the floors at night, being awake at night, sleepless, having digestive issues because you're all worried and stressed out, God has an easier way. And it's going to start by this first thing I want you to do is, number one, we've got to pursue God. We have to pursue God. God, I want you to spend your time pursuing God right now. That's what Proverbs 4 said. It said, it's getting understanding. What does that mean? It means to pursue God. Pursue spending time with God. And here's what I want to do. I want to actually invite you to join me in for a 21-day prayer time starting tomorrow morning, August 10th. We are going to pray for the next 21 days. We do this every August and we do this every January. And I want to invite you to join me tomorrow at, at, at and you can jump on at seven at seven where we can actually get started. Where you can, if you're having a hard time kickstarting your, your time with God, there's a great place to start seven at seven. Okay. But join me for the next 21 days pursuing God, pursuing the answers that he has for us. You know, when I was thinking about this and making this point, because it's really, really simple. I was walking around and I was praying and praying for you, 
praying for this message. And I heard the Lord say this to me. He said, Dean, I'm really for you. I said, I know that, Lord. I know you're really for me. He said, no. He said to me, no, Dean, I am really, really for you. And I said, Lord, I know that. And he started to bring scriptures to my mind. And the one he brought to me was found in Hebrews, where it says the saints, they're in the grandstands of heaven in, in Hebrews. And they're rooting you and I on in this life here on earth. They're rooting us on. They're encouraging us. And God is our greatest cheerleader. And he was telling me as I was praying for you that he is your greatest cheerleader. He is my greatest cheerleader. And I was going, Lord, that is awesome. But then the Lord said this to me. He said, but I'm not just in the grandstands. And I'm not just your greatest cheerleader. He said, I'm actually your coach too. I'm on the sideline. I'm coaching you. I'm sitting in place to help you win the game. I'm standing there and I, I, can, I know what the defense is bringing. And so I'm calling in place. I'm your coach. And I'm going to take it a step further, Dean. He said, I'm not only your coach, but I'm also one of the players on your team. I'm playing side by side with you. I'm right there in the trenches with you. I'm going, man, Lord, this is pretty awesome. Then he went, he took it a step further. He said to me, Dean, he said, I'm also the owner of the team. And I know how to put the right players all around you. I know how to put all the right people around you to help you succeed. This is how much I am for you. Friends, that's why we pursue God. He's for us. He's not against us. That's the first thing I want you to do. Put it in your heart. Put it in your mind that we've got to pursue God. The next thing I want you to do, I want you just to ask ask this is so simple just ask james 1 5 come on i want you to read it with me it says if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask of god who gives to all watch this liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him it's so simple just ask just ask Ask the Lord and he will give it to you. And I love what it says over here. It says he will give it to you liberally. This means bountifully. This means in abundance. This means in ways that are beyond anything that you can ask or think. This is awesome. But it also means this. And this is the part that I find especially helpful. It also means to be obvious and to be frank. Yes, because a lot of times when we're asking the Lord for stuff, sometimes it feels like it's a guess. My answers come in the form of a guess. I want you to know God is not going to send his answer to you in the form of a guess. You're going to know. Just like he said, there's your car. Just like he said, that's your house. Just like he said, this is the school for your kids. He's going to tell you what to do next. He's going to make it obvious. He's going to make it frank. And the next part here, he's going to do it without reproach, meaning he's not going to withhold his answers because he's find, he, he found some kind of fault inside of you. Man, I used to think this. I used to think that the reason why I can't ask God is because I've been a bad boy. And because I've been a bad boy, he's going to remind me all the bad things that I did before I even get my answer. I had no idea that that's not how God operates. Friends, either the word is true or it's not. He says he doesn't remember my sin and lawless deeds. And I believe that. That's the reason why you can come to God and ask. And he will show it to you without reproach, without reminding you. 
of your past failures without reminding you of your past faults. Friends, listen, if you ever find yourself asking God for wisdom, asking God for direction, listen, you got to get this because I know I'm speaking to someone specifically right now. You, gotta, you have to put yourself in a position like this. If you find yourself, I'm asking and, and, I, and I feel like my mind is being assailed with thoughts like, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. I'm telling you, that's not God that's assailing you. That is the enemy. That is the enemy trying to get you not to tap into the answer that God has for you. Okay. So when that begins to happen, I found in my own life, I just start saying, oh, I'm, I'm asking the Lord for an answer for something. And, and maybe some stuff starts flashing up from my past, my past failures or past setbacks. I just start saying, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Enemy, you're not going to do that. You know, when, when, when I found myself that when the enemy starts reminding me of my failure, I start reminding him of his future. Come on, somebody. All right. And I, I put myself in a situation. Oh, no, I know Jesus, you love me. I know you died on the cross for me. I know that you're for me. You're not against me. I know that my sin and lawless deeds, you said you would remember no more. I'm taking you at your word. And this is the attitude that you have to have when you're asking. God is not going to remind you of your past failure or your past setbacks. Listen, every one of your failures, every one of your setbacks was paid for 2,000 years ago at the cross. Every setback, past, present, and future was paid for 2,000 years ago. You got to get a hold of this. So when you ask God, he's going to show you and he's going to be frank. And here's the next thing I want you to do. I want you to rest. Rest. Every single one of us has experienced being frantic, being out of control, running late, and we're forgetting our keys. We're forgetting this. We're forgetting that. Like you and like me, okay, how many times have you had to circle back into the driveway because you forgot something? Multiple times. Come on, somebody. Okay. Why? We're frantic. There's no margin in our life. We're going crazy. Okay. And the Bible has called you and I to rest. How do I know that? Ephesians tells you and I that we're seated in heavenly places. And because we're seated in heavenly places, this is a place of rest. Listen, you all admit to me and you guys would, would agree with me that the times that you received what you've needed was when you were at rest and when you were at peace. I remember driving. I was so restful that Sunday with my family when we had to take that, that detour and the Lord said, there's your car. That's how he speaks to us when we're at rest, okay? I believe that this is where we all miss it because we allow stress, anxiety, thinking about it, mulling it over and over and over again, and we miss out on God's best because we're not in his rest, okay? We missed out on God's best because we're not in God's rest. Listen, when we're sitting down, and you're resting, that's the posture of receiving. That's the posture of being open to hear. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Where are you right now? Ask yourself this question. Where are you? Are you stressed about the vaccine? Are you stressed about what you're going to do with your kids in school? Are you stressed about that job situation? Are you stressed what college you're going to go to? Are you stressed about, are you going to the dorm? Are you not going to the dorm? Are you stressed that's not the position that God has for you. God has a position of rest for you. And I promise you, when you begin to understand 
that you can rest and receive. Listen, Psalm 91, the greatest, one of the greatest Psalms. We, um, we rest under the shadow of the Almighty. What is it? We're sitting down. We're resting in that place. We're resting while we receive the protection. We're resting when we receive that answer. Come on, are you getting this? Pursue, ask, and then rest. And look, at the end of the day, rest is really a form of relationship. If you're not resting, then somehow there's been a disconnect in your relationship. Hey man, I'm talking to myself when I say this because as type A personality, I know a bunch of you, a bunch of type A personalities out there, you want to get something done. Get done, lead, follow, get out of the way. I get all that. But really, when we're in these situations where a bunch of unknowns, where we have to make decisions, it's going to require us to rest and let the Lord speak to us. So I'm challenging you right now that if you're stressed, if, you, if you're experiencing sleepless nights, if you're experiencing uh, uh, being lost in thought all the time, you're missing out on God's best. You're missing out on precious time that you can be with your family, precious time that you can be pressing in and fellowshipping. At the end of the day, it's a disconnect in your relationship. And really, everything I'm talking about here is about pressing in and challenging your relationship with God. So, I know I've said a lot here today, and I'm challenging you today. I want to pray with you. I want to believe with you. I know a lot of you are facing decisions. You're facing uncertainty. A lot of the things that we've talked about. What is the decision? What is the right decision for you? Listen, I can't tell you, and somebody else can't tell you. Because if they, if I could tell you or somebody else could tell you, then they would be God to you. And there's only one God that we serve, is Jesus. And he's the one that wants to give us the answers. And I'm challenging and inviting you to that place. So let's pray. I want to pray with you for any one of you right now that you are facing a major decision in the middle of this reset. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that one right now who's struggling what to do with school, who's struggling what to do with their occupation, unemployment's run out, well now what do they do? Who's struggling with a move? Who's struggling with what college to go to? Do they go on campus? Do they not go on campus? Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray as we pursue you and as we ask and as we rest that your answers will come to everybody one by one, person by person, individual by individual, that Lord, in this time of reset, you will speak clearly and articulately. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I just believe that you are going to find your decision every single time. Maybe you're watching today for the first time, you hear a bunch of stuff about walking with God and our sins being forgiven and, and being able to make the right decision every single time. And I've already said it begins with our relationship with Jesus. Maybe you're watching today and you're saying, hey, I don't have a personal relationship with Jesus like you have, Pastor Dino, or like others that I know in my life. 
I want to invite you to, and to invite Jesus into your life and start a personal relationship with him. He's the one that has every answer that you're going to need. He's the one that can provide you with a new start, a fresh start in life. I believe it with all my heart. So if that's you today, you say, Pastor Dino, I would like to receive Jesus Christ as my personal savior. Pray this simple prayer right now. It's so simple. Just repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Change me. Help me to be a new person. I believe that you are God's son raised from the dead to be my savior. I take you as my personal savior right now. In your name I pray, amen. Hopefully this message was encouraging to you. And if it was, tell a friend. And thank you for your generosity. Your generosity enables us to take the message of God's unchanging love all around the world. For more information on how to give and about the ministry, visit us at therevolutionchurch.com. We'll see you right back here next week.